gonna say during the the, the the what do they call that thing that happens at the beginning of the episode a theme song that was a pretty good lengthy burp because I'm keeping that shit in I'm turning it up it's gonna be front and center for the audience well, today of course you are Samuel welcome to couple of critics podcast everyone I'm Michelle I'm Sam and we are here to talk about feelings and words we that's are. what we do on the couple of critics podcast feelings and words and I'm going to start us out today with the little book of lost words Collie wobbles snolly gosters and 86 of the surprisingly useful terms worth resurrecting what was that last word there Resurrecting. Okay. All right. Let's let's choose a random word for a lost Sir, word. Sir, you're just gonna teach me a word. We're going to learn a word today. Where did this accent come from? Oh, it came from reading this fucking book. It came from my ancestors, Sam. <laughs> All it's, right. It's built within me. It's who I am. Gotcha. The first word that we are starting with today is egrot. 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 Okay. Glad there wasn't another letter at the beginning of that word. This Let's is, move on. This is this is an 18th century English word, so I'm slightly familiar with egrot. <laughs> of course you are. It means according to your ancestors. It means to pretend to be sick. I will use it in a sentence. He dramatically coughed into the phone to egrot his way out of the big PowerPoint presentation that day. Ooh, it sounds just like my great great auntie Demonte. <laughs> Demonte. And then we'll also learn from the book of creative cursing that I forgot that I had on my shelf. Creative cursing. This is the pages are yellow because I've had it for so long. <laughs> well, um, much like your accent, it was handed down from generations. Yes. So and why it, wouldn't it be yellow? It makes sense, much like the piss of my heart. Let's here we go. Let's do it. Let's here we go. We are starting with the combination of the word nipple skank. <laughs> nipple skank. That's how this little device works is I just flip one side and flip the other and I get a new brand new Yeah, there are all different kinds of words and you come right. up with a new well, nipple skank. You don't remember this creative cursing book, Sam. I do, but I'm trying to explain what's going on for the listeners only. Creative cursing. <laughs> You're going to have to hand me that other book because I'm going to combine these two. Mm-hmm. In a whole new vocabulary. Ooh, that sounds glorious. First, we're going with the lost words. Yes. We're flipping. Flipping it like a bean. Ooh. Here we go. Ooh, I'm so titillated. All right. I'm just going to read. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I'm just going to do the book. Okay, that works. Creative cursing. We're starting with creative cursing right, and got, the book of lost words. Do, 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 do. You're a quanked sissy lover. Yes, I am. I totally, I love you, sissy. When you are quanked, you are exhausted or fatigued from hard work. I'm quanked from doing nothing at all. A sissy lover. That's, that's me. <laughs> I'm doing it again, but with only the one. You goddamn scum wipe. I feel like I've had scum wipe a lot. I think scum wipe comes up a lot. Interesting. It's probably see. like bent pages right there in your thumb. Listen here, ho fungus. Ho fungus. You better back off, ho fungus, before I, like I uppercut your jaw. Do you see how I lost the accent purposefully for like two sentences and then came right back? Oh. It's so weird. I flipped in the the, the Lost Words Collie Wobbles book that you brought out. And uh, it's a word I use, rapscallion. It's true. 
It's true, you do. All right, no one knows what's going on. You're a sack wrangler. <laughs> just kidding. I, I've seen sack wrangler before, too. Sack wrangler's fun. Welcome it to is. Couple of Critics Here Podcast. We go. We're going to use these as decoration now. And you set that up on your side. Yes, the Book of Lost Words. I got that for Christmas. I asked for it. I put it on an Amazon wish list. And a secret Santa at work got it for me. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, yeah, we're here Hi. to uh, <laughs> we're here to review things for you, because that's what we do. Yeah, what we do. Media, TV, and more. Really just movies and TV. No, I'd say music. And albums. Oh, yeah, that's the main one. I'd say one. TV's probably God, not done very damn. much. I so desperately want to do a book, but I know it's never possible. Because I don't know how to read. <laughs> I just know you'd be like, what the fuck? You're going to make me read a book? Well, it depends on the book. I could read. Treasure Island. I don't know what that is. That was a book we had to read in like 7th or 8th grade. Uh-huh. It's about pirates. I probably didn't read it. <laughs> so how can I trust you to read it this time? Because I, I'm... Uh, I would do it for the podcast. Gonna, I've listened gonna... to so many albums that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Reading is different. And watched Audiobook. movies... That'd be easier. I real I wanted to get into audiobooks. I still haven't done it. I can hear a an echo in my voice in this room. It's, I'm sure it translates well. Uh, I heard that echo. All right, like you said, we are here today. We're reviewing stuff, and as you know by the title, you're either horribly depressed or most likely horribly depressed. <laughs> Unless you like this band. I don't know. I got some surprises for you, Michelle. We are here to talk about Godsmack, everyone. That's right. The masterful album from 1998, Godsmack. So, do you, because I didn't look anything up about this band. Oh, I got it all. What do you need? What does the name. I did the name, most extensive research. Oh, fuck. I didn't what look What does up. the name Godsmack come from? Is it because cause they're, so, they're so frustrated they want to smack God? Well, I think, yes. <laughs> um, and I think. I think when they came out and they had like a witchcraft look to them, you know, like with the, they're like Wiccan looks to them. And Sully Erna, the singer's got like a pentagram looking thing on his face, but it's more that uh, Wiccan look, that witch look. So I think people were thinking that he wanted to smack God in the face. Yes. From what I remember when I was a young boy, I was told that it actually was like, oh, something so rough happened to you. It looked like God smacked you in the face. So it's a God smack. Now, either way, I'm not excited about the name. I think it's a... Uh, what's the word? It this, says here this... that God smack means God is striking you or smacking you for something you've done. Boom. Got it. He got his God smack for dealing the man's liquor when he got a DUI that night. These right in the fucking always face. really good sentences that people like to use words in. Examples? All the time. Love them. I like watching uh, the Spelling Bees. Did you ever watch Spelling Bees on TV? No. Oh, A man. little bit. And they're like, uh, can you use it in a sentence? There was this one girl who would spell the word in her mouth first. She would like go away from the mic and be like. And then she'd come on and spell the word into the microphone. My favorite it. is when people spelled words with bees. With bees? Yes. Bees? Bees. <laughs> you did that very well. Spelling words with bees. Spelling words with bees. So either way, I'm not a fan of the name Godsmack. This whole band and this whole album reminds me of like a very... 
I'm going to say smoky bowling alley. Yes, but like, uh, yeah. And the people that hang out, they're like on the surface with like barbed wire tattoos, tribal tattoos. There's even a tribal sun on this album cover. Uh, Like dudes that never got any further than what WBN, our local hard rock slash, I'm going to put this in quotations, metal station, because they do play Metallica every once in a while. Actually a lot. It's like dudes that never got past that heaviness, but they consider themselves like rock and roll dudes. This is the epitome. I think Godsmack is the epitome of that dude. I think they are the band for that kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you alive? Thanks for giving it to me. I'm sure that you, you're, you're pretty much describing a terrible thing yeah and then you're presenting it to everyone this podcast is not always meant to have fun i've noticed (laughs) this has been a fun week this was not a choice when it usually is for me like oh i liked this let's dive into it this was a i remember when this came out and it was a big thing and i saw godsmack in concert oh 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 i'm gonna lay it on you i've seen godsmack twice oh Oh, I was unaware. Wait a minute. No, I am lying. I was supposed to see Godsmack, and it was one of the concerts that my brother promised he was going to take me to, and he fucking didn't do it. Because you're a stupid little brother. So I've only seen... Yeah, in hindsight, I would have been like, are you smoking weed? Is that a joint? And I wouldn't have taken me either. (laughs) And then... I can tell you this. I went to a Tool concert with Bob, and this was before I was smoking weed. And this is when Bob was smoking weed, because he doesn't. I remember he was, like, talking to some dude that was, like, he knew. And I remember one time they passed the joint behind my back, thinking I wouldn't know what was going on. Because I was a little kid, and they, like, tried to sneak it past me. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I think I was cool enough by then, and I was seeing... I wasn't burning, but I wasn't going to be a little tattletale. That might have also been the very same night. I'm going to leave that part out. Never mind. (laughs) Did you get in a fight with your ex-girlfriend? That night? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I had a girlfriend then. Oh, then what happened? Did you... Bob did some stuff and said some stuff that I don't think I should say. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, then don't. Yeah, I'm not going to. (laughs) I don't know what you're referring to, so I don't... At the end of that concert, when I had to drive back home, some stuff went down. And I'm not going to say what it is. Ew. <laughs> it's not crazy, ew. What do you got in your head? Explain to me what you're It's probably in your head. something worse than what actually happened. Probably. Let's leave it at that. Let's make it even worse then. That makes me very it's uncomfortable. It's the worst possible thing that And unsettled, happened. which is a perfect way to feel when <laughs> listening to this album. Sam, take it over. All right. I think, I think, I think we should just get started with this album because I want to get it over with. How do you feel about that? You feel, you seem ecstatic about I'm 100% that. on board for flying right, through this. Here we bitch. go. Moon, baby. Oh. oh, so you can ask me if I'm awake? No. I gotta say right off the bat, this album sounds way more home recorded than I remember it sounding. Humbuggery. What's this mean? 
nonsense or deceitful language or ideas. Is that fat-free? Humbuggery, he exclaimed and took another huge bite. Probably couldn't hear that. Uh, listen to Lane Staley sing. Did you know Lane Staley was the singer of this band, Dotsmack? He's, it's clearly not Lane Staley. <laughs> it's clearly someone who really liked Lane Staley. Because this came out in 1998, it says. Yeah. He was 30 years old, the singer, when this came out. Which is pretty old in my eyes of having your first main hit album if you're like a big band. Yeah. Which, but, it's one of those, but it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, really? Well, I'm only six years older than that. I still got some time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So he specifically seems to choose a lot of what made Lane Staley Lane Staley. Like, I'm not, I don't think that the music sounds like Alice in Chains. No, I would agree. But he definitely adopted a singing style. I think it's a, a little, little grittier. Because he's he's almost like substituting for his with his voice what Lane had provided to him by drugs. <laughs> but I don't know about this guy. I don't know if this guy was on drugs. I don't really know either. I don't think so. I think he just it said he's been active in music since 1986. So since we were one year a year old, he's been doing music. So I think he was just like a workhorse. Like, it's one of those dudes that were, like, if I met him, well, I don't know about his personal politics, but, and he did yell that Scott Stapp was a faggot on oh. stage. So. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say the R word, but you can say the F word. I'm saying what someone said. I'm not saying you are a... Okay, Joe Rogan. <laughs> and I can bleep it out, which I will not. <laughs> But like, Maybe I, you should make it into a video, too. We'll put it out for everyone to see. You want to stand behind it that solidly? Let's do it. Let's make it a profile video. Hey, shut up. I'm moshing right now. This whole album seems like just on the edge of... Greatness? Of almost, like, almost heavy. <laughs> a lot of people would consider this heavy, I would think. I know, and I think a lot of people would call me... A snob. A snob for it, but it's like, I don't know, there's just choices about it that seem very, I don't even know how to explain it, because I'm the just going to sound like an asshole. No, it, it almost seems like it was a textbook that he wrote these songs from. Like he went, oh, this is how this one band wrote this song, so now I'm doing it here. Now, everyone does that, so I can't blame him, but for some reason it just feels like Cheap isn't the right word. Uh, stereotypical might be the right word. So is this mostly his band? I, I guess see, when I was growing up, I was told that Sully Erna played everything on this album. But from what I can tell from doing research, it's most likely he did play the drums because he was a drummer for like 12 years at least on the road. Yeah. Uh, playing his band before he decided to make his own band. Uh, his dad was like a jazz trumpet player, so he came from music. Uh, what was I even getting to? Oh, him playing. And then I know he plays rhythm guitar, and I think he wrote pretty much all the songs with like assistance on a couple here and there. So if they're playing on stage, does he play an instrument or does he just? From what I remember, he sing. does pick up a guitar if he needs to. Like so if there's one song like dun dun, you know, where the one guitar can handle it, so I bet he just sings. He's mostly the vocalist. I bet he plays a guitar a lot. And I think he even gets on the drums probably during shows. 
Oh, man. But there was a bass player on this album. Shows how little And I a know. lead guitar player. So there are other dudes on this album. I think he has a guitar wrapped around him there. I see him with guitars all the time. I just meant like, you know, like every once in a while, you might see Dave Grohl put a guitar down if he can. Or he like put it on his back mm-hmm. and he's not using it and he can grab the microphone. I'm saying like that kind of thing. But I think majority, yeah, he plays a guitar. So there's only four dudes in the band. Sully Erna, Tony Rambola, Robbie Merrill, and Shannon Larkin. Those are names no one on this podcast has probably ever heard before. Probably not. I remember that Tony dude's name because, wait a minute, I did see Godsmack twice. Because the first time was with Bob. I take it all back, Bob. Sorry. He's not listening to this. Yeah, you're right. They uh, they had a big screen and they put on like a cartoon of the band getting ready to go on stage. And uh, they went into this Tony dude's dressing room and it was just full of smoke and his eyes were red. And he was like, hey, I'll be out there in a minute or something like that. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, rock guys like weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. So you're not in love with this band so far? Am I supposed to be? I think you're supposed was to be. Was that the idea behind this? Had you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that song before since it was not a single? No. It would not have been played at the bowling alley? No, there are only a few songs on here that I was familiar with. Very familiar? It's like they seeped into everywhere, I thought. They were very big back in the late 90s. Did you ever listen to WBN back in the day or was that like a no-no channel? It was, a, it was neither because every once in a while they'd play... Like they're big on Led Zeppelin. They they yep. have like Led Zeppelin. Uh, I don't remember what they call it, but like Led Zeppelin Hour or something, uh, something like that. Are they, are they would do like two Led Zeppelin songs back to back all the time. Yeah, if they played one, they'd play like another one because they just like went hard on Zeppelin. So there are times when they because WEBN like yeah they play like hard music, but they also play like classic. Like heavier classic rock, I guess. Yeah, like ACDC, some Sabbath every once in a while. Yeah, so it's not... But you never hear like Iron Maiden or Judas Priest on there. Mm-mm. Or Pantera. I don't think I really ever heard Pantera. They used to have mandatory Metallica at like 10 o'clock at night. So you know, they let the lead out. That's what it was. Let the lead out. I love it. That's right. <laughs> they let the lead out. Uh, so not... It, I mean, it's pre-programmed. It's one of the program stations in the van. But it's not something that I usually stop on because I don't like most of the stuff that they play. But it's, sometimes there'll be something I like. Even like the White the day, Stripes like or something. ACDC a lot. Man, ACDC can suck my <laughs> fucking balls. <laughs> or Avenge Sevenfold nowadays. They can suck my hell's Speaking bells. Speaking of which, the guy that produced this, Andrew Murdoch, they call him Mudrock. He fucking produced and mixed a, like, a lot of Avenge Sevenfold shit. And he can suck my TNT. <laughs> <laughs> Your tits and tits? No, my dynamite! <laughs> J.J. Walker, I'm loving it. Boom, boom. Let's move on. <laughs> Whatever. Now this song. This is a known song. Fuck yeah, this is the first single. August 25th, 1998. This sounds like something that definitely would have been on the radio and popular and like on MTV and shit at this time. Like this just so has... The late 90s rock sound. Sounds like Mud Shovel to me. This sounds like Leads to Disturbed. I liked the very first uh, Stained album. 
Well, is that Stained or Disturbed? Stained did. Oh, Stained. They did Mud Shovel. Stained did Mud Shovel. The first album was called Dysfunctional. Yeah. It had that clown on the yeah, front. Yeah, I used to have that album. I loved that song, Mud Shovel. Yeah, that was, that was a, like the only song I listened to. That, that was like a real guilty play, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. So even if I wasn't necessarily listening to like heavier music. Thanks. I, I thought it was just me who was it was oh, blasting sorry. for. Uh, but yeah, I always liked that song. Well, it's funny because it has that, that like poppy sound. Like this is all still like inviting metal. This too. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is. Yeah. This is the metal that they can play at the school dance mm-hmm. and get away with it. They In the can't. bowling alley. Yeah. Because you can play this around families because it's not like super vulgar. It's not super vulgar, even though they got in trouble like Walmart got real pissed at this album because they didn't put a parental advisory sticker on it. Oh, weird. There was like a huge fucking ordeal about it. And then Sully Erna was just like, oh, go away is the main theme of this entire album. He either doesn't want to be somewhere or he wants someone to go away. And yeah, for the most part. It's like seven out of whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I think there's 12 songs. Eight of them are about somebody going away or I don't want to be where I am. Which is interesting because he, he's like, like me, but get the fuck away from me. I feel like that too. Oh man, I get it. Okay, I get it. You're a smack fan. <laughs> no, I just understand where he's coming from. You're a godhead. Definitely not. I used to be. I used to be a god heart, godhead. I had god, god arms, god, god legs. Oh. Uh, this girl that's on the front, I didn't intend to find out about her because I didn't care, but you just look at this album and like an article comes up about this girl and where is she now? Okay. And how it even happened that they, this album cover. Okay. She was just some New York club scene kid who was just like fashionable. With the, and just went out all the time. razor thin eyebrows, which Yeek. was the style at the time. Yeah. Oh, it's super, the whole album cover is super nice. It's, it's crazy. Um... She just hooks up with a photographer friend. They take a bunch of pictures. Later, that photographer is working with the band. They go through a book of her photos, and they just like that picture and buy it off of her. So suddenly, this girl's just like, suddenly, I'm just seeing my face fucking everywhere in 1998. No. And now, I thought you'd like this. Her name is Tony Fillin, T-O-N-I. She is now, what she said about herself, self-described, bald and runs a reform school for rude kittens. I think we might get along. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Because your hairstyle right now is quite stupendous. Yeah, I'm rocking a cool old man look, even though it's kind of weird because all this is clearly just uh, buzzed on top <laughs> and very rough sounding. You're rocking like almost a Mr. No, Mr. Clean doesn't have anything on the side. You're rocking what I would call a middle school science teacher. Mm-hmm. Who, ha- who has squishy pants. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Where there was a note passed around that he intercepted and he had to tell the class, no, I do not wear Depends. Oh my God, that was crazy. (laughs) So we're going to my brother's place later today to have family time. To his girlfriend's place. Yeah, we're going to meet the the new family. Have they moved in? Has he officially moved in with her? I feel like it if he's talking about having his own nine-hole golf course there. Yeah, so his girlfriend has, like, two younger kids. They're madly in love, you know, with the kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, 
But yeah, Bob, his brother's pretty happy. He hasn't been on the podcast in a while. No, but he seems busy. He's doing his strongman thing all the time. He's always lifting. He's always exercising or he's always with his lady. And he's like a stepdad and he's always spending time with her. And he, they, he tries to get us to hang out with him quite a bit. But, but we're curmudgeons and we don't. Well, you're also, you have I'm more busy. plans than I do. I have a lot of interests. I have a lot of uh, irons in the fire, as they say. And I also have a few irons in my golf bag, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm back on Paxil and I don't think it's working. <laughs> for me either no no i feel i feel like i notice and i i really feel the differences and why paxil also isn't right for me which is why i wanted to get off of it Uh i think it makes me much more sluggish okay it makes me numb in pretty much every way all right and i feel like i just i'm more lethargic for some reason i like want more food like that was a positive thing about before is that i i lost weight from being sick and then was able to keep the weight off because of how i just like felt like eating and I had a little more energy and like there were positives even though it was negative and not for me and even though this is I thought was better now getting back on it I'm like oh this I I fucking hate this too I realize why this isn't for me like yeah my headaches aren't as bad but I still have had quite a lot of headaches uh but it's it's weird I am so thankful that I don't have to mess with the chemistry of your brain balance myself and <clears throat> I haven't figured it out yet. It really sucks. Like, my biggest problem is temper. And that could be easily curbed by, like, exercise, meditation, diet, sugar intake, all that stuff. And and that would help me. Like, that's how easy it could be for me. I One thing I liked more about Prozac is that I, I felt things more. Yeah. Like, that's the whole, what I mean of, like, numbing. Like, when I was mad... I felt it more <laughs> and like, but it's important to feel your yeah, emotions yeah. and experience things and work through them and not just numb yourself through the whole thing. Yeah. And that's what I think Paxil does. And that's why I liked it for so long. Cause I was like, I can just not really deal with anything. And now that it's like, it's like, I don't really want to be like this. Mm-hmm. This isn't for me. But, and then in the other way, if you don't take any of this stuff, then the emotions are too much and debilitating. Yeah, where I consider <laughs> that I, I, I'm like laying there thinking, should I call the emergency room and tell them that I want to die? <laughs> like, because I'm really heavily considering it right now, but I obviously don't want to do it because I'm chicken shit and I want someone to talk me out of it. But like, I'm really like losing my shit. So yeah, like that's not a good way to live either. No. Anyway, like I said, I was going to say, are you wearing that hairstyle to the <laughs> shindig later on? No. Okay. I'm going to slap on a wig, maybe even that one, so I can look like more of your family. (laughs) That'd be ridiculous. Well, we'll see. All right. Let's move on with this album, because like I said, we got to go to a shindig later, so we got to get this podcast done. All right. Keeping with the theme of things going away or staying away or not wanting to be there, this song is called Keep Away. Let's do a little dance there for you. All right. I wanted you to guess on the last one. It was the first single that they came out with. Yes. On the mainstream rock. All of these came out on the mainstream rock charts. What do you think it came reached on the last song? Whatever. It's in the top ten. I'll give you that. Four. Number seven. What do you think this one made it to? Forty-eight. It was in the top ten again. Take another guess. Seriously? Oh, yeah. They're all in the top ten. This album was a fucking huge hit. Uh, I'll say six. Five. 
close. This oh. album is four times fucking platinum. That's how, this album is crazy successful, and it makes no sense. I mean, it does because it came out at the perfect, perfect fucking time. Yeah. Anywhere else, it would have not worked. It was also, this is considered heavy for people who don't listen to heavy metal. True. And it's the kind of heavy that makes dudes like me that listen to heavy metal mad when dudes are like, I'm into metal, you like Godsmack? Hey, I'm in metal, you like Disturbed? And I'd be like, no, fuck But it's all not fair just because it's not as heavy. I know. In hindsight, will you fix that crooked uh, Simpsons poster? Thank you. It's a little bit better. That thing's a wreck. Um, I, in hindsight, I should have just been like, oh, I'm glad you like bands and that you like people playing instruments and guitars, drums. Because when it comes down to it, this album is... It's, it's very, rock and roll. It's very raw. It's a dude who was not anywhere in life. He's been grinding gears for 15 fucking years, probably. He's 30. <laughs> when you're 30, it gets kind of like, fuck, what am I doing? Is it time to get a job like I always was told to do? And then he fucking writes all these songs and records it, and somehow they self-produce it. It actually got released as... Uh, it's called All Wound Up when it was first released. It was so fucking popular that Universal picked it up and wanted it remastered, retitled it Godsmack, and re-released it, like, globally. Wow. So it's like a huge tale of success for this guy. But when you look back on it, you're like, it's really lame. <laughs> it's not for me at all. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, good for you? Even though you yelled at Scott Stapp, called him... The F word. You seem really protective of Scott Stapp for some reason. I you, would you like to explain yourself? I think it's funny. Oh, okay. I think it's funny that Sully lost his mind on stage and yelled that word twice. Was Scott Stapp there? No. That <laughs> makes it even funnier. It was an audience member saying, like, giving him shit and he yelled something about Creed. He was like, oh, you like Creed, huh? You like Scott Stapp? Well, Scott Stapp's an F. <laughs> He's a Flight. He's a flight. He's a bird. He's a fowl. <laughs> and then later he apologized and uh, said uh, sorry to Scott Stapp and Scott Stapp uh, accepted his apology. So all water under He's the like, bridge. He's like, it's no problem. I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And he was probably like, dude, at the time I was a dick. Because I've heard that about Scott Stapp, but like... Really nice in the beginning of his career, then lost his fucking mind and was an asshole. And then, like, now he's maybe politically nutso, but supposedly person to person, he's kind. I don't know anything about him. I don't know. If I don't know something about somebody, I assume they're politically nuts. <laughs> like, Scott Stapp seems to be kind of the guy that's like, uh, no restrictions on me. I have no idea. He also sounds like someone who would have his arms wide open. That he would want everyone to be together and yeah, not wearing a mask. Not that I wear one. Listen to me, being I don't think many people do these days. At least not not around here. Not here. Here it's pointless. It's like I'm going to be the one. It's not doing anything if it's one. And we've gone this whole time not getting it somehow. I think it's mine. Beautiful immune system. Well, I don't have one of those, but I'm I'm vexed. (laughs) And you can say what you want. Because I'm not saying that everyone has had a positive reaction to the vaccine. That's silly. But I think it's helped me not get COVID. 
happened. I've been around several people with it. And if I got COVID, I didn't notice it. So I like I can't say for sure that I've never had it. Just every time yeah. I thought that I have it and tested, it was negative. It so, wasn't an intense experience. It didn't hospitalize you. You didn't even know. Like, if if it happened, I have no idea. And I feel like I can thank a vaccine for that. But I'm not pushing it because it doesn't mean anything or matter. <laughs> if you want to die, if you don't want to die, it's oh, all on man. you, man. Like you said, different reactions, too. Mm-hmm. Roll the dice, baby. I'm moving on so we can get this goddamn album over with. This Time bomb. God smack damn. Now, we got a little bit of digital evolution age going on at the beginning of this song. Does it make you want to listen to Nine Inch Nails? Not at all. Never thought about that once in my life. Not even any influence from your aunt made you ever think, maybe I should. No. Because every song you've ever heard kind of makes your mind up for you, I think. Yeah, every... I've never been into digital stuff. Techno anything until I got into, like, some 80s... New wave. New wave, like Devo kind of stuff, except for a band that was almost chosen for this very episode called Fear Factory. They're like a metal band, but they're very digital-based, too. Digital. Digital. There was another band that I almost chose for this episode, and we've talked about them already as well. Well, you have... uh, Was it... uh, Who did you mention earlier? It wasn't Five Finger Death Punch. Nope. It's the one you actually said you liked. Well, who knows? Guilty pleasure. Oh, stinks! Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> well, there's still time, Sam. I know. I'm holding it back. With this album and thinking about Fear Factory and Stain and this, opened up a whole fucking world for me all of a sudden. Now, it might be miserable for you, but... It's what you signed up for on this podcast. If this is what you like, it's what you like. And Here's it's the- easier to listen to than some really super heavy stuff. Like there's a reason why it's considered more palatable to more people than a lot of other stuff that you listen to. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that that's not the case. And I'll give my honest opinion. There's times where I'm okay with this album. And I'm like, no, he can sing, he's doing his thing. He may be ripping off someone a lot, but he's got the correct grit. He's hitting notes. Powerful. He's powerful. He knows his range. He's not going into places where Lane could go. And I think he knows that he can't. So he stays in his own. He can do this and go down. And then when he's going into any high, it's yeah! And he's got to go like more screaming. And that's, he understands it. And I don't, I don't think he was ever thinking, oh, well, I love Allison Chains. I love Lane Staley. I want to be like them. I don't think that's ever the thing. It's just influence. I think sometimes it's, what did you learn singing on? Did he get Allison Chains albums and he listened to them and he sang along with them? Or he just naturally has a very similar sounding voice. Yeah, that's true. I do think, though, that around this time and even earlier, for some reason, many people are putting on that. And that's been brought up many times with like Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. I also just think that naturally happens because there's a way that girls sing now. Oh, and there's a thing that they do in their voice that's like the way that girls sing now. I don't know. It's just like a style. It's like a. Do you think it changes with decades too? Like yes. Like think of like the 40s, and it's like like nobody sings like that anymore. But it was the natural thing then. So, yeah, I think just singing styles are adopted over time that everyone just kind of feels more comfortable in. And then that 
from then the younger person's learning to sing from that. Mm-hmm. And it continues a little bit or it evolves a little bit more. I like that idea. I if do you like play the those. drums on this. I'm impressed. I mean, he's not like crazy technical or crazy good, but he's mm-hmm. playing exactly what the song needs. It's just like ACDC. Playing what it fucking needs. It doesn't need any more. Now, you might not like it, but it's correct for that band. ACDC, these nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, my name is Soli. That's a fun oh, name. Oh, yeah, isn't Soli a character in like a Pixar movie or something? Yeah, I think it's in that Monsters, Inc. That's what I thought, voiced by John Goodman. <laughs> Soli, you are a monster. Wait, that's Soli? I thought Soli was Billy Crystal. The one eye thing? Yeah. Then what's the big monster? I don't know. We'll find out. I'll hit this uh, next song, Bad Religion, which was the fourth and final single released in 2000. That's how long they were releasing singles on this thing. It came out in 98, and they released their last single in February of 2000. Uh, and then I'm going to look up who these Monsters Inc. motherfuckers are. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. There's a lot of those Pixar movies I haven't seen. I've seen Monsters Inc. a few times. What? I might like a lot of those movies. You liked Wally more than you expected to. I loved Wally at the time. I don't know what I think about it now, but I remember watching. Okay, this song is a. This is like the cheapest sounding song. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like you can tell that they, and it, it helps with the argument of like it was a success and good for this guy, but I can hear the lower recording techniques. I can hear the lower microphone techniques. Yeah, he does like that. Yeah. Oh, man. But you were right. Uh, Sully is John Goodman, the big guy. He also is known as James P. Sullivan. Ah, I like that. James P. Sullivan. And the little one-eyed guy's name is Mike Wazowski. Billy Crystal. Little Mike. And then there's a little girl, and her name's Boo. Boo, played by, of course, Mary Gibbs. Everyone knew that. Everyone knows Mary Gibbs. Superstar. Yeah, do you think that this is throwing it up to the band Bad Religion? Of course. Of course. I remember when he... Or do you think he's talking about Catholicism specifically? Ah, uh, well, from his controversial... I did so much research on this. I never do research for yeah. some reason I did on this album. I think it's because I didn't think I was going to have a lot to talk about. So I made sure I had something to talk about. I don't. Um, with his controversial comments on religion, he doesn't want to promote or be the spokesperson for Wiccanism, for being a Wiccan. But he is a Wiccan. I think he... He describes oh, himself. A he descri- I think he practices Wiccan things. He describes himself as a spiritual person who believes in things like karma, but he believes religion is a dirty word. But karma is the exact same thing because something is keeping score in order to give you your dues, right? Uh, in the new form definition of karma in today's society, yes. The original form of karma, no, not it's in any way, like shape, or form. You get back what you put out. Is that the idea of karma? The original idea of karma, from what I remember, don't quote me on this, was just... I won't. This is how shit just works. Like, it's not if you did something good or bad or something, it's like, it just happens. Oh, instead of it being, like, predestined and decided by 
a god. I think that's what they're more saying. I think I think they're more saying like it doesn't matter if you're good or good or bad. It's just gonna happen. Case. That's karma. Eat it. Hey, sirrah, sirrah. Whatever will be, will be. I could totally be wrong, but I do remember that like the current definition of karma is not what it originally was. Karma, man. But I do believe in that. That if you do good things, better things tend to happen to you. Now you can be good, and awful, awful things just tend to happen to you over and over again. But I think good things happen to you when you make better decisions. Because you're just making better decisions. And so you're just putting yourself in better circumstances. I agree. It's not necessarily a cosmic scale. You're just, I didn't put myself in front of that fucking train, so I didn't get hit by the train. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, let's move on. We got one more and we're taking a break. Works for me. This song is called Immune and Dear God, until it plays, I have no fucking idea what song it is. I feel like that about a lot of the songs on this album. I know what songs are the singles because I remember them from when they came out. They were big hits, like you said, at the bowling alley. Like you go to the bowling alley and hear Godsmack songs six times a night. It's because boy is liked. The stuff appealed to boys. Absolutely. Guys, kids my age, boys my age, and just like into their 20s. Love this shit. And there, it seemed to be a, a certain breed, not always, but usually who hung out at the bowling alley, and it was people who liked more like rock and metal, and it was just different. By the way, yeah, I didn't know about this until I saw something last night because I don't really, I don't listen to Pete Holmes's podcast or anything. Okay. Pete Holmes is getting ready to be in a like a regular like network show about being someone who's like not driven in his life and he's like the only thing i care about is bowling and it's about him like pursuing his dreams as a bowler oh my god i was shocked when i saw that well here's hoping it works out because i would just love to see as much bowling on network television as possible i've been really wanting to go bowling lately i was thinking about bowling earlier like hmm this cold golf thing isn't working out right now it's too cold we need to go bowling and then i got pissed that we didn't have a bowling alley in this town anymore. And it was my favorite fucking bowling alley. Like, one of the last in the country with wooden lanes. True wooden lanes. And it's gone now. Just fucking ripped up like it was nothing. Well, they were sold off. I know, but... The lanes were, but still. I remember my brother and I had a very small dream of buying it. Isn't it just like a storage slash, slash like, U-Haul place? I think so, yeah. I think the parking lot's used for U-Haul trucks, and then the... Building is used for storing like extra construction supplies. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He even I agrees. I remember one time I was on a pizza delivery for my job at Classic Pizza. No, Pizza Factory. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to the bowling alley. <laughs> I bowled the whole game before I came back. <laughs> like, where the hell were you? And I was like, bowling, deal with it. <laughs> wow. What did they do? It was like two in the afternoon. I was the fucking manager. Fuck off. Oh, were there any deliveries that you missed? No. I texted uh, eventually. Like, it was, I texted, who was it, Matt? You don't fucking care. As long as, as long as Matt gets his check that he's not going to cash for. Well, he's not getting those checks anymore, so I'm sure they're all cashed. Okay, this song is such a fucking snooze. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah! He is too. He agrees with me constantly. It's very interesting. Yeah! He loves the words yeah and away. (laughs) He was like the... He was the rock and roll Lil Wayne before... Or Lil John, I mean. 
before little John with his yeahs and his okays. I thought you were going to bring up that Home Improvement episode where the youngest has a band and they're out in the garage and the only lyrics they have to one of their songs is... Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah, you remember he becomes like a little goth kid? Uh-huh. He's got a band out in the garage and it's all goth kids. I'm, I'm aware that the youngest actor married like a woman who could have been his mother or older. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think they're together was anymore. Was it Jill? <laughs> no. I think it was contentious. I think he like he like divorced his parents sort of thing like Whoa. emancipated himself and like got with this older lady and now, I could be wrong. Now, but was he actually getting gothed out in life? In real life and that's why they had to write it in. Like, Maybe. Like, I'm my own person. I want to be this. It's possible. I'll walk. You know I've been this third son for years. Fuck you. You can't replace me even though he was totally replaceable. Let's be real. At that point, no. He's not. Even though the storylines were awful <laughs> by that point. At the end of Home Improvement, shit. Hey, wasn't Jill like dead by the end? No, all I know is that Richard Karn was still there, so that's all I care about. Is there a new sexual revolution about Richard Karn going on? I don't know why it's new. <laughs> was this you who shared this that I saw recently? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I was about to be like, everyone's talking about fucking Al Borland, but it's just you. <laughs> it's still just me the whole time. <laughs> Fuck that. Richard Korn has always been adorable. And he's always been like that guy who seemed like he's like sensitive and he'll take care of you. He's sensitive and he can fix anything. Yeah. Like the (laughs) fact that you're not coming. (laughs) He will fix that right up. (laughs) It's funny because I agree. He is an attractive man on home improvement. As soon as you put him on uh, like family family feud, I'm out. I agree. You get him in a real suit, I'm out. I need him in flannel. He was adorable in flannel. Wearing those tight fucking jeans with those uh, Carhartt-looking boots. With that little tool belt. <laughs> he wore a little tool belt. He's got another tool belt in the bedroom with a little French tickler on it. Uh, still on board. <laughs> I've, I've never used a French tickler. I don't even really know what it is. But... <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> All right. We're going to go out on to break with the most recent recording of Godsmack because I really like bands that started in the 90s, you know, like Papa Roach, and finding out how much they adapted. You've always said you really like Papa Roach. Fuck off. And adopted. <laughs> no. We reviewed Papa Roach I know, on this. And I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> but you now like bands, they adopt current production styles and they really change their style. Mm-hmm. And either you're Slayer and you're Slayer for your whole fucking career or you do what like Papa Roach did and you become like really 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 bad instead of just bad okay so here we go this song is called Bulletproof this is from 2018 I'm assuming it's real bad let's do this they definitely adopted 2018 production awful way worse than the first album in my opinion Wow, he's just... I mean, obviously you can't scream the way he was forever, probably, but I like it better. I don't know why everyone wussifies themselves in the long run. Because they're just not as mad anymore. And not in, like, a good way. Like, you could change styles, but you just... I hate it. I'm out. I can't even deal with it. This is shocking. All right, we'll be back. Horrible. Hey there, Melody Makers. 
Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast presents... Guess That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before, just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! It's time for round 48. That's incorrect. Of this little midterm podcast thing we call what you just said in that preamble. It's a game. Yeah, Even though what, no one wins, we just play. It, it, it's something to do, guys. It's something for you. You're lucky you get anything. It's true, because that was my original plan tonight, to not put anything in the middle of this episode. Because it is very much tonight. <laughs> it is 9.30 the night before this comes out. It'll so. be uploaded, and then you will be able to hear it. Pretty soon. All right, so let's go ahead and get this started. Sam, you have your phone ready so I, I can do. send it's you these lyrics? sitting right here in front of me. Well, the transmission has begun. Gun, you okay. should be receiving them anytime. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Still, there we go. All right, I've received the text. Okay, I'm just gonna read it out loud for the first time. We're all getting it as I get it. Okay, just we really need to start recording these like video. I just think these would be funny, but I'm sorry. Continue. The video will get taken down. <laughs> Not take it down. Who cares? We'll see. But not paying me money. Just because she dances, go, go. It don't make her a hoe, no. Maxine, put your dance shoes on. We're going to the disco. We gonna elope to Mexico. Called up my mama. Said I'm in love with a stripper. Yo. Okay, okay. I feel like this is a straight up. Well, dude. Okay. <laughs> makes sense. A hip hopper, as the people would say. Uh, also makes sense. Just because she dances, go, go. Or don't make her a hoe, no. Maxine, put your dance shoes on. We're going to the disco. Okay, that's where the rhyme is. We're going to eat up to Okay, I got something. Okay. Are you ready? I'm very ready. Okay. Just cause your dance is go-go, it don't make her a hoe, no. Maxine, put your dance shoes on, we're going to the disco. We're going to elope to Mexico. Called it, my mama said I'm in love with a stripper, yo. I fucked you it up. You totally turned it into like a country song. All right, let me try it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine, go well, ahead. I don't know how to get into hip-hop mode, that's the problem. That's fine, I understand. I'm not wearing a do-rag like you are. I'm totally fine. I found an old do-rag I bought and put it on. I don't care. I had fun with it. Oh, you're good with I'm it? I'm good with it. Okay. Well, it's definitely not correct. I mean, you were correct in what you guessed, but not in the delivery. Okay. Just because she dances, go, go. It don't make her a hoe. No. Maxine, put your dance shoes on. We're going to the disco. We gonna elope. To Mexico. Called up my mama, said I'm in love with a stripper, yo. I mean, it was closer. Right, they that, were both, that felt better. They were both fantastic. Let's go ahead and play this fantastic song that I have here from the late 
1990s, I believe, unless it was early 2000s. Here is Wyclef Jean with Perfect Gentleman. I gotta say, it's a lot more crammed together than I expected it to be. A little faster? Yeah. I would have never gotten there. Like, when I crammed it in the first time, I felt it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I needed to go with a more of a island feel. Yeah, it was a Jamaican man. Gotcha. I was totally Actually, off. Haitian. Haitian? He's Haitian. Didn't he steal money or something? Something like that sounds familiar. I'm not going to defend him because I think it might be true. Disconnect, Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to be smooth about it. Smooth criminal with it. I am a criminal. That's why I'd like to move out of the state. I'm way more of a criminal than anybody, any of us. How? Because I'm a legitimate criminal and have a record. Oh, that's not the song. So it's you know, not. it's not the song. <laughs> okay. Nobody heard that, but it is not <laughs> gorotted. I promise it is not gorotted. So get that out of your head. It's not. Okay. You're actually getting a hit here. It's not brutal death metal. Okay. Did you do what I typically do and put a fake song yeah. in there? Since when you connect the yes. Bluetooth, it automatically starts playing what was last played. Absolutely. Good thinking. All right. I'm going to send over the lyrics right now to you. Here we go. They're going across what scientists call the airwaves. Ooh, fancy. <sighs> Don't drown in oh, the I, airwaves, I got man. them. Very fun. Feeling paranoid. True enemy or false friend. Just read them. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling paranoid, true enemy or false friend. Anxiety is attacking me and my air is getting thin. I'm in trouble for the things I haven't got to yet. I'm chomping at the bit and my palms are getting wet. Sweating bullets. Okay. Um... Well, I'm always wrong. I always go in the wrong direction. You told me it's not uh, death metal. You said it's not brutal death metal. Brutal I mean, death okay, metal. Okay, I'll even take out brutal. It's not death metal. Oh, my God. But I'm still saying it's not death metal. <laughs> okay, this is going to be... Um, okay. Feeling paranoid, true enemy, your false friend. Anxiety is attacking me, and my air is getting thin. I'm in trouble for the things I haven't got to yet. And I'm chopping at the bit, and my palms are getting wet. Sweating bullets! Wasn't bad. I mean, you got the rhyme scheme pretty close. Cool. <laughs> Sweating bullets. All right. I'm excited to hear All right. how wrong I was, but it's, this is a, it's, it was fun. This is, it was very fun. This is a band called Megadeth. Okay. I don't, have we done Megadeth yet? I can't remember. I don't remember I've, either. I feel like I should know this, but I feel less de- attached to this podcast <sighs> well, all the time. Well, can you at least guess what the song is called? Sweating Bullets. You got it. Here we go. An excerpt. Is that how you say it? Excerpt? Yeah, you did it well. From Megadeth. Don't doubt yourself. Have confidence. Wedding bullets. Oh, it's a little early. We're going to get into it. <laughs> this doesn't seem familiar. Oh, 
And now I'm, I don't even remember what I did at all, so I'm curious. <laughs> Uh, that's a funny song because he's like, hello, me, it's me again. Uh. <laughs> it sounds really fun. It's, I think I would probably have a blast listening to it. I, uh, We might be doing some Megadeth in the future. I don't think right. we've done it. I think we've done the other three of the four mains. Megadeth, or Metallica, Slayer, and Anthrax. I think Megadeth is the only one left. Okay, well, but all is it. fair and bad memories. So. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We did it, everyone, and thanks for uh, listening to a little game, as Michelle called it, that we call Guess, Guess That, that melody. melody. I won. <gasps> I still enjoy that song. I do. It's too bad Aaron Lewis is a fucking idiot. I agree. I can. I feel like I I like this song enough that I can separate it from Aaron Lewis and everything else he's ever done. I've gotten to the point where I think you Much just have to fool. accept that most people that you liked musically are pieces of shit, or people that you just might not jive with in so, real life. So just like the music, or like the movie, or like the TV show, or like the whatever. Mm-hmm. And get and not. I was gonna say get over it, but that's not the right word. And just. Unless it's like really bad and you can't handle it, I guess. Like I could see the cause being a little bit of yeah hard to handle. I think you should, like they say, and a lot of people don't do that these days because everyone wants to be mad about everything. <laughs> Picking and choosing your battles. Oh yeah, for sure. Not giving everything all your energy. I mean, that's definitely something that I feel like I have uh, figured out, and that's something I've I've gained a little bit of wisdom in in my aging process. Is just knowing when to kind of let things go and that could be like a person like a relationship with someone or just being like i'm not gonna fester on this because it's not worth it so all that uh and for me i keep trying to think like stop inventing the problem before the problem happens that's my big why are you telling me this right now we're in the middle of a podcast I like my problems. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Where it's like, I can get mad at something that someone said, but they haven't said it yet. Just in my head, they said it. Uh, and I'm then, completely and then we get there, there with you. And they said the complete opposite. And actually, everything's fine. And then you go, oh, they're actually a really nice person. <laughs> I just got really mad for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the one with the problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Isn't self-reflection fun? fun? At least... At least we are mature enough, even though we're very immature with humor, to know what what's worth it and what's not. I think, I feel like we... Still figuring it out, too. Yeah, but I, I feel like we're navigating things okay. That's the process of getting older. If you don't do this as you're getting older, you're not getting older correctly. Mm-hmm. If you're still the same fucking idiot you were in your 20s... You're not doing things correctly. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of weird about a person who we've talked about many times because he didn't like me when we were younger, and he like still treats me like shit if he oh, sees me. The guy that lives down the street. Yeah, and it's yeah. like why, why? I, I mean, I understand that you dislike. I guess you disliked me a lot then, so you 
that's just continued. You just assume that that's still me. But I'm not that same person. Or, I promise you. Or I might not even have been that person at the time. You just got me at one time of the day. Well, he always thought I was an asshole anyway. He was always kind of dumb, though. <laughs> that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. All right. We're talking about Godsmack. Everyone knows it. No one starts a podcast in the middle of one. It's insane to do that. So let's move on. We're going to kick this mother out. This song is called Someone in London. I had no idea there was a song on this album called Someone in London. I didn't either, but I do want to say if you are, for whatever reason, joining the podcast right now, you should definitely go back to the very beginning because that was very fun. We went over some words. Very, very fun. Ah, fuck. I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, Because right now it sounds like we're somewhere in London. It does. I never thought about that. We're on a street. Because I had no idea the song was called Someone in London. Much like always. Oh, someone. I was thinking somewhere in London. I think we're following someone in London. Look, they put the parental advisory sticker on the uh, digital version. Because they had to make sure now, babe. So this album, once it gets past all of its singles, it's so forgetful. Was it, well, the snooze. last song was a single. The last song is a single, and that's not forgetful. I've, that song's been stuck on my head for years. Yeah. As the kids say now, that song's been living rent-free in my head. Uh, Wait, does that mean, like, you're okay with it being in your head all the time because it's living rent-free? I sound like a fucking old man right now. Well, and I do, too, because I don't really know, but my assumption has just always been... That it's something that just exists there no matter what you do. Like, it's a, it's like one of those things that, like, oh, and we talk about it all the time. Like, I forget so many important things, but there are certain moments in time that live rent-free in my head because, like, I, they will just never go away. They'll always be there is essentially the foundation. And it's usually very dumb for you me. Are. How about you? Oh, a lot of times, yeah. I got one in my head right now. I make right references now. all the time on this podcast. It's mine right in my head right now. Just always there. Ouch! Go to Meineke! Do you Uh remember this? George Foreman, I believe it was George Foreman. Hits his head on a roof and he goes, boom, ouch! Go to Meineke! That's in my head all the time. Uh, How bizarre. That's in my head all the fucking time. Lucky you. No. Oh, that song, I guess, was just a little transition. So, yeah, I remember hearing that and thinking that it always sounded weird because I was never, like, staring at my phone when I was listening to this. A lot of times I was actually not playing it on my phone. It was through the speaker. Oh, good. Through the Google Assistant. Good. I like to hear that. You know what always uh, rubbed me wrong when you would listen to albums through your phone? This is the goddamn song right here. Oh, yeah. This is Alice in Chains all the way. Total Lane Staley singing style. But not here. Don't want people to get the hell away. Gotta go away. <laughs> this part is uh, adds to the cheapness of this album. That like gotta get up, get it in it. That seems like so lame to me. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I've heard this, I've just been like, Jesus Christ. All of it sounds lame. Like, full on, that is, Lane has done that. Oh, it's complete Lane. <laughs> it's like, it's like a Lane Staley cover album there for a second, or cover artist there for a second. This part sucks. I fucking hate this so much. 
You gotta get away. You gotta get up. Now, there's a band called Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah. Uh, the singer from Mudvayne, a couple other dudes, and then Vinnie Paul, the drummer from Pantera. Gotcha. They've got songs that are kind of like this. I call it like party metal. Like, come on, yeah, let's do it. Hey, come on. Like, don't enjoy it. I've never enjoyed it. I've never liked any Hell Yeah album or any Hell Yeah song. Hell Yeah. Turn it up. Yeah, Sounds any, good. Any band called Hell Yeah cannot be good. It's just so, like, cheap and lame. It seems like... It drives me crazy, too, because it's like... I loved the first first Mudvayne album. So artistic in my mind. Like, even if it's not your thing... Yeah, we listen to that. I don't think anyone can listen to it and say that it's not artistic and it wasn't really thought about and really well-performed. I don't then, remember it. And then Pantera. Fucking love Pantera. And then they, they get together and they make some piece of shit called Hell Yeah! A lot of people had that, not a lot of people, but there were some people who had that opinion when, like, Velvet Revolver became a thing. Oh, I never liked Velvet Revolver. I liked the first album, honestly, but I still really liked Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. No, that's, that was Slash, wasn't it? Yeah, that was GNR. It was Guns N' Roses, Scott Weiland. With Scott Weiland, yeah. So even Duffy, whatever his name was in it, the bass player. Cannot answer that. But probably not my main guy. Uh from a drug show. Steven Adler. No, he was out years ago, wasn't he? Steven Adler was oh, not years, in yeah. Velvet Revolver. Oh, yeah. I not, feel like I can confidently both. answer that. I'm sure he was not. But I bet Duff was. If you're telling me it was Guns N' Roses with Scott Wilde, I guarantee Duff was in there. Yeah! It is kind of fun to do, let's be real. Uh, I'll admit... I was listening to this album on the way to work through my car speakers because I think that gets me more into albums and I can really hear what I actually sound instead of in one ear on my headphone at work. And there was a couple songs I would start singing along with because I'm like, this is kind of my range. This is kind of my style. Like, this is good exercise for Sam. And if anyone catches me doing this, my face is going to immediately become the color of that blanket that's behind uh, oh, you. Oh, that happens. <laughs> I think that happens with a lot of people, probably most everyone. I, I, we all have our guilty pleasures. Uh, but that's the thing is I don't, I don't like it. I'm not enjoying it. I just, I have an odd respect for it. It's weird. There, I don't know that you can't say that you're not enjoying it. I think that. You know, I think everything that you don't like about it is more on the forefront, but there's an understanding because they're like, they're hooks and they're things that grab you. And that's, they, that's why it was popular. And that's why people liked it. So to, to pretend that you're immune <laughs> to those things when you are someone who is affected by music, yeah, I think that's just kind of silly. So I, I think it's fine to like things for what they are, even if you don't really like it. It's only, I, I like all kinds of music in jest, mm-hmm. I think. But I'll never listen to this. Well, sorry. I don't give a shit. Sneak peek. I'll never listen to this again. I'll, it's not like in my practice routine now. I would have been surprised if you said that you like picked this album back up. So I'm not. Oh. Well, here. I you're, you're not thought, breaking. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no breaking news here. Well, listening to this album and becoming a fan of this, it was never in the past. And if it's not now or never... It's we'll never know. Never gonna happen. Please play. I did the segue, and I expected the song to come in much sooner. It's very slowly. Intros eking its fucking, way in. Fucking metal bands in the '90s loved intros. And uh, fucking 
hip-hop artists love interludes. So <laughs> yeah, and skits. That's things I always, <laughs> I never had on a metal album. There was never skits. That's You get a lot of skits on, like, Snoop. Yeah. And um, oh, anytime I got even Ludacris. Yeah, I, feel I was like going to say Ludacris. When, I, but there's a sense of humor that not all hip-hop people have, and those yeah. people do, so they do incorporate that Eminem? stuff. Eminem, did he do skits? Yes. I was going to say, he seems like, let me, let me ask if these people did skits. But that was it. <laughs> ICP, they do skits. They do. And they've got a sense of humor, for sure. Yeah, so even if it's not your thing, I think the sense of humor helps, even if you're not necessarily into all the little skits and interludes, but they also typically oh. are associated with the songs. The TLC album for had the, interludes. You're right. For the guy who didn't like hip-hop and he'd be in a car every once in a while, like smoking weed with somebody, and they'd... Like, listen to Ludacris, because I remember somebody had the chicken and beer yeah. album in their car. Uh, the skits made it tolerable for someone who didn't like the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You could at least laugh at it and be like, hey, uh, just like ICP. Like, I still only really like the one album, and even that's gone down to my esteem since the last time I listened to it. Great Malenko, yeah. great Malenko. Like, there are skits and stuff that I heard way back in the day that are stuck in my head forever, like, I like my chili so goddamn hot. Didn't like that music, but I liked their skit about how they had hot chili. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, the next Ralph release should be like a heavy metal punk hybrid with fucking skits on it. Oops, all interludes. Oops, all interludes. <laughs> it's all just like Gabe and Ed for skits. I'm sure there are some people who would be into that. I'm part of a Hellraiser group. By the way, this song is another snoozer. Yeah, that's why we're just talking over it. Just by the end of this album. It's so fucking loud. Huh? It's so fucking loud. Let me turn it down? Yes, please. Uh, During this part of the album, it's just like... It just seems like lame songs. Even It's very lame staley. Yeah, lame staley. I love it. I love it. I think this part sounds like... uh, Cold Chamber. I'll take your word for it. You don't remember. I don't remember a lot. <laughs> you don't remember doing. I remember every song from every album. That is not true. I've never once texted you, or I've never once come home and told you about a song I heard at work and how hysterical it was, and then you told me that we have covered it on the podcast. That has never happened. Nor have I picked a song in the group podcast thinking I was a genius, only to find out that Kent had previously chosen that song on another group podcast. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I think about it once a week. It broke you. It made you so sad. I still voted for it because I thought it was the best song. Yeah, this song just... Never again. This is... uh, This is... CD fodder. This is filler. This is is just... They front-loaded the album for sure, and then he was like... And you can like it. It's fine. It's just... It's not... If it's not... If you're not already into it, songs like this aren't going to pull you in. Absolutely. I think it'd be... If you like the songs in the earlier thing, you're not going to turn these off. You're going to listen to the whole album. Yeah, that's fine. fine. If you like this, that's fine. I'm not judging you. 
It's just, yeah, I don't think... It's just that I'm judging you. <laughs> I think, the, the, like I said, you can't fault the songs that have the things in it that are, like, catchy and that get you and that you kind of want to sing along to, that just kind of naturally... Oh, it's yeah. just something that you're familiar with, so it just happens. This I don't feel that in this song. No. I can't help myself when somebody goes... Dun, 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 dun. I have to go, get back... Well, th there's so many things. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go, girls. Oh, I didn't know that one. Shania Twain, I baby. know what it is, but I didn't know <laughs> I couldn't come in with you. <laughs> or with us, I can take the guitar and go... Ew. <laughs> like, no matter how many months it's been oh. since the last time, yeah. anytime you pull that out or something that even sounds kind of like it, <laughs> I'll do it. And like you, to your point, catchy stuff. The beat there is uh, catchy. Like if you just take the beat, and it's fine. It's just not gonna. It's like a hip hop beat. It's not gonna pull me in. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but what I'm saying now is it's like a hip hop beat that if you put other things on it, you could make it a hip hop song. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Now, songs like death metal songs, you could never turn that into like a hip-hop song. That's why it's not catchy. It's like you're woken up in the middle, like early in the morning from a jackhammer yeah. is what that sounds like to me. Fuck yeah, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I know I'm got... in the minority here when it comes to those opinions, but. For the people who listen to this podcast, no, you're not. I don't think so. And, and generally in the world, no, you're in quite the majority. Well, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm the minority, almost always, in my opinions, because I'm a contrarian asshole. Yeah, but you do that on purpose. I don't do it on purpose. It's just how I am. Stress. I'm stressed, okay? We just have this song and one more song. Really? I thought we had two more after this. We do. Yeah. For some reason, it wasn't scrolled all the way. Because as soon as I said that, I was like, there's a song missing. Uh, this sounds like you think you're a, a home recording. I can really hear the, the self-produced production until the major label got in and remastered it. Because they didn't retrack anything. They just remastered it. So this is still him paying for what he can afford recording studio-wise. And I can really hear it in this song. Like I've played with a lot of rock and a lot of metal bands, and I've been handed a lot of demos. And I have listened to every single one of them. I've not kept any of them, mostly, <laughs> but I've listened to all of them. Well, you've also been in these situations yourself. Yeah, and this sounds like that kind of song I would hear on a demo that was just handed to me. By a band who's on the way to try and make it. Yeah. So I can understand why maybe it took him till 30. Do you think it was important to kind of keep that sound and not re-record? Or do you think that that never would have been an option? I think that nobody wanted to pay for it. They probably had a certain magic on here. On the songs that were good, they didn't want to just have two different sounds on the album. Like all of a sudden you can just tell, oh, they re-recorded this one. And it'd be way more cost to, to go into a studio and redo it. 
And by that time, they might be sick of those songs. They might be like, we have 13 songs ready. Let's record the next album. Yeah. Which is probably exactly what happened now that I speak that out. Which, by the way, the second album is called Awake. Now, what's the beginning of the word awake? Away. Yes, he loves the word. And then that has that one song that I've been thinging. Thinging? I've been thinging all week. Thinging it? I've been thinging I stand alone all week. <laughs> I stand, stand alone. alone. I stand alone. It's fun. I don't know why it's so much fun. <laughs> I feel uh, like I can do it well. You do. Maybe that's part of it. You do. If I, if I couldn't do it well, it wouldn't be fun. Does it hurt? Uh, it, it tires my voice, but it doesn't really hurt. But I don't do it for long enough periods of time. If I tried to do a whole song, yeah, it would. I just need little tinges, baby. Little highlights. It's got like a Rob Zombie sound in his voice here. A little, yeah, I hear that. That early Rob Zombie, too, when I was playing it like that. <laughs> Stuff that you didn't like even more than the That's true. <laughs> later Rob Zombie. That was the white zombie. Uh, I really like that scream. I don't think this song is as bad as the last song. Uh, I don't think it's. I like it more, but it's still got that same cheap sound. It, like when a song is filler and it has those cheaper recording techniques, it really stands out to me. Like, if the song is catchy, and no matter what the production techniques were, like on one of the earlier songs, like Whatever or Keep Away, it doesn't matter how it was recorded. It was going to be a hit. There's just certain songs, like Beatles songs, early Beatles songs, or early Rolling Stones songs. They're not recorded well. Yeah. But they're such good songs, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. Certain songs like this, or even more, Now or Never, the one we just heard... When it's not that kind of the good song, and then it's also lower recording techniques, it's kind of like, <laughs> it really hits you. Now, if this would have been like... Talking about really hitting you, we're going to have to take a break after the song. You got poop? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we're almost... We can finagle it, but yeah. We'll make it happen. I'm going to need a poop break. All right. It just hit me. So I'm all in. I understand what you're talking Don't about. Don't fart and shit your pants. I won't do that. It, it feels pretty solid down there. I saw there. this viral video. I don't know if it's viral, but I saw an online video where a guy's trying to film himself farting, and all of a sudden you just see a big lump happen in his pants. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we did see Jackass Forever. Yeah, we I liked it. We saw stuff like that I happen. I laughed a lot. I gave it a 9.5. We both laughed silly. Like, silly children. I just farted. It was fine, though. Uh, <laughs> the whole time. Like the whole time, as kids, some kids like next to us were laughing, but I don't know how everyone else was responding. I didn't hear them laughing louder than us. We were too busy having our own good time to give a shit about that. It was good. Uh, but like I'll say, it is just a jackass movie, so if jackass one, two, and three didn't make you laugh like an idiot, four is not going to make you laugh like an idiot. Now, if they did, you're in store for a good time. And the TV show. I've always been on yeah. board, so. Yeah. It's idiots being idiots. It's fun. How is it not fun? All right. Break time. Go poop. All right. Now mm. Michelle's left. I'm not turning off. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going. I have to take a microphone with me. That'd be hilarious. Really? All right. We'll be back. We are back. We are back. The great poop attack has gone away. Here is my nutsack. I'm a rapping and a rhyming today. That was a very fast poop, Michelle. It was a pretty fast poop. I told you it was solid it was and ready to go. Fucking wild. All right. Uh, what was the last song we just heard? We just heard Stress. Yeah. So we're moving on to a song called Situation. Which is what I just had. 
You did just have a situation. God damn intros. Makes me think the fucking thing's not turned up every time. It turns out it is. Sorry, I, I ate some... <coughs> what do you call them? Cashews. Cashews while you were pooping. This is another one of those songs where I just don't remember it at all. Even right now. Like, he's going to have to start singing and give me the hook before I know what the hell's going on. I feel like that too. Is that Lane Staley, Sam? Kind of Jane's addiction y. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. I remember this thing now. I remember this thing. Hi, there's a cat. Hi, bud. No ball Wayne. He doesn't have nuts anymore. Yeah, he Last time anyone saw him, which I don't think anyone did because that clip didn't make it out. Nope. But he had balls. Now he doesn't have balls. He sure doesn't. And he's still he's wild as hell. Being led on the table because he's on camera. He's a sweet boy, though. He needs to stop suckling. He's a very sweet boy. I was going to start making... I thought I was going to start pushing buttons. I was hoping he does. Hi, buddy. He's much more careful when he jumps down after being operated on. After being deballed? Yeah. I think it's crazy that they didn't close up the incision. They're like, we don't put sutures or anything in it. We just leave it open for it to heal. I was like, well, that sucks. It almost looks like... It almost looks like they left, like, a lot of flap of sack left and just, like, tucked it inside like a balloon. Like, pushed it in. That's fucking sick. I can't imagine they do that, because then the cat would want to pull it out. <laughs> oh my god, that was horrifying to think about. <laughs> well, you're the one that put the whole thing in my head. I would have never... <laughs> you, what you said was way worse. <laughs> Mine was surgical, yours was uh, ripped out by an animal. If you had a part of your skin that once hung on the outside, <laughs> that was awkwardly shoved inside of itself, but not like secured and it felt weird and stuffed in a place you'd be like and pull it out I would not pull it out well I guess we're different <laughs> I'd be like I'm sure it's in there for a reason since I just had surgery but it's, <laughs> I think it's a really terrible thing to make people think about and I'm very sorry I'm sorry everyone but it's easier to talk about than this song being a snooze. Well, this, nothing's happening here for me. <laughs> but nothing's really happening much for me for the whole album, so I don't feel like any input that I would have about this particular song would be much different than anything else other than he really is leaning into the yeah, sound more with his voice. I think yeah. the more it's of a filler song, the more he relies on that kind of shit. It's almost like a... It's almost like a mad JFK. <laughs> I can't do a JFK at all. Aura. Aura. Someone shot my head off. And Someone my... Uh, shot my head off there. I can't do it either. And they fudged the autopsy photos. Oh my God, they fudged the autopsy photos. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. That motherfucker's head was blown and hung down and you saw it in the video it was brutal yeah and then it snapped back into place and everything just put itself back together <laughs> yeah, that's how it works the deceased man's body continues healing that's well, how it works first of all 
the man you saw in the car and the body that they showed you are not the same man. Let's put that in the controversial conspiracy pipe and smoke it. We can also talk about how it definitely seemed like they were pushing that it only came from bullets only came from one direction when it was clear that the there was an injury wound in the front and in the back. Hello. Never heard that once. You don't care. I watched a whole docu-series about it. Was this docu-series on YouTube? No, it was an Oliver Stone documentary on Showtime. Oliver Stone's an idiot. Oliver Stone loves Putin. Does he? Mm Mm-hmm. So what I just said is accurate. I think he... I don't understand the Putin thing. It's very weird. I don't really know a lot about him, but I know that he likes Putin, apparently. Anybody that runs a country can go fuck themselves in my eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously needed to have some sort of central leadership, usually. Often but not I, handled correctly. But I have said in the past couple of years, we're in a digital era. We don't need a fucking president. We can just vote on absolutely everything. We don't need anybody in charge. Um, but the things are so much more even now than they've ever been. That you do kind of need, like, a mediator and someone to break it up if there is, like, a tie. There wouldn't be a tie. There couldn't be. I'm the tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, so we're just shifting it to you. Gotcha. <laughs> Somebody, I was looking up on stuff about this album to see if they, uh... Regret it? <laughs> no, I was trying to find out if Sully played as much as I thought he did on this album. And then somebody was complaining about... No, I was actually trying to find out how many times he said the word away on this album. Okay. I was seeing if anybody had counted it already because I wanted to count it, but I don't want to count it at the same time. All I found was a guy complaining that uh, you said Wayshin, Wayshin, Wayshin eight times at the end of the song. We get it, Sully. Yeah, we get it. You can land a plane on the Hudson. We got it, Sully. Uh, wasn't he drunk? I don't know. Is that that other story that that guy was in the movie about? What the fuck's his name? Denzel. Double Dong? Double Dong himself. He's in that movie about the drunk pilot, but still landed the plane softly. I don't. I, I, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know. I think we have one more song, and I'd love to get through it. Well, we're going to do it. It's called Voodoo. Everyone knows it. It's the third single. Came out October 1999. Michelle, what number do you think it made it to? It's in the top ten again, you've guessed. The, uh, I'm going to guess third. Five. They never got higher than five. <clears throat> never a number one. I would never think number one, album. but I would think maybe close. Because this song was very popular. Oh, yeah. So this is an interesting take that he spends, and I don't remember if you mentioned it or if it was me. I think I heard this when I was listening. He spends the whole entire album talking about how he wants people to go away. And then by the end, he's like, I'm not the one who's so far away. (laughs) And it's like, listen here, everyone went away like you wanted them to. You need to make up your mind, Solly. (laughs) But doesn't the same song, doesn't he also say like... How did I get here or something like that? Wait, am I thinking How of David Byrne? How did I Byrne? get here? <laughs> That's a s- stretch. Letting the days go by. So far away. He's playing with his tail. That cat is chasing his tail. I saw Wayne do this earlier today. There was nothing in the air. And he just did this. Breathe 
and then stopped. Are you sure there wasn't like? I mean, there might have been a dust like mite dust that I couldn't see, but to me, it just looked like he's crazy. He just went like had a spasm glitch for a second, and now he's walking out at a very slow pace. Yeah, like slow motion. The cat just walked out of the room. <laughs> He's definitely on the Never did I want to be here again. I don't remember why I came. Always doesn't want to be somewhere. Always doesn't want someone near. And then like you said, then questions, why aren't you near me? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not the one who's so far away. You're yeah, exactly. the one who's gone away. You told me to go away, Sully, and I left. Jesus. Very, uh... Contradictory. So I have to bring up that there was a kid in high school who he was like a special needs kid. He was very nice. I never had any problems with Travis. He was just a very kind boy. He liked to sit at our lunch table a lot. And he he loved this song. And I think he loved Godsmack in general. Oh, yeah. You could get him to sing the song at any moment in time. I, he must have had like an older brother or something. Maybe, who, yeah. But he loved the song and he would sing it. You could just ask him to sing it and he would sing oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, and it he was, knew all the words. He was in. And it was always just like, hell yeah, like this kid <laughs> fucking like, even though I never cared about the song, I was just like, it's interesting to see someone so, like, passionate about something, even if they're seen as, I don't know, less of a person. Because you're not going to necessarily be like, hey, Sam, sing that song for me. No one gives a shit if I'm singing a song. But definitely wanted to hear Travis singing it. Travis and I would get in arguments in the lunch line about who was uh, at the lunch line first. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I liked Travis. I had nothing against him. Because there were two girls who were, like, special needs. And they were, like, bitches. And cunts, they, like Fucking cunts. They, like, made shit up about each other. And they fought. And then, like, there'd be days when, like, Mandy would be like, I'm mad at you. And I'd be like, why? She'd be like, you talked to my imaginary boyfriend. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you're just making this shit up. Get away from me. <laughs> Versus a kid who just wants to sing Godsmack. He was way cooler. I don't I don't know how to handle what you just said. I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> and not say anything else about it. Remember what you said. <laughs> Sounds about right. For being so cold, it's been a pretty nice day today. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying golfing tomorrow. I'm looking forward to nicer days coming. Fuck yes. I don't... I'm, never, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not anti... I'm not, I'm not anti-winter, but I don't like being cold just like anybody else. But I would rather be cold than burning hot. Fuck you. Ever, ever since my hobbies include what the weather's doing outside, skating and golf... You don't appreciate rain? Uh, nope, I fucking hate rain and I hate colds. Go away. Now suddenly I do want to live somewhere warm. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I'm not the one who's so far away. I know, I'm the one who's moving to Oregon and you can uh, stay in the South. Because apparently we're in the South right now. But that album's done. I think you can get to a warmer spot in Oregon. It's probably possible. Would you like to sustain? I would. Now this is probably going to take a long time. <laughs> do you, well, you don't need to. I can just sing. Nothing needs to happen, Sam. I can just sing a song. la dee da dee da dee da It's better than my playing. Everyone knows that it's really painful to listen to this stuff because when we're doing the song for questions, it sounds like a jumbled mess. Questions. 
Cool. No, I'm not going to play the guitar that I spent time setting up. That's what I meant by it's going to take a little bit. I wasn't. God damn it! You can still do no, it. No, I don't care. Move on. I was, you said it was going to take a while, so I was just killing time in the process. But then you did the song, so now the song's over. I didn't do any song. Oh, yes, you did. Just Everyone just heard it. Questions? Yes. How d- I've sang songs about way different stuff and then end it with questions, and that's the question song. So now you've done it. Good job. Maybe you should have told me instead of making it sound like it was going to be a chore. Like, oh, this is going to take a while. Don't worry about it. I'll just sing a song, baby. I know. I'm trying I'm... to solve the problem, you baby. You solve the problem. And now I have and to give shit. And just created another problem? Yes. It's called tent. Tent? Content. Oh, I thought what your pants were doing. No. Because I know that fighting gives you a real hard on. <laughs> It's the only way I can get a boner. <laughs> okay, so why in the world would you choose this, Sam? I don't even really know how it happened. I was getting into another album, trying to figure it out, and I was like, ah, this is too metal. I do too much metal. Uh, what about Stained? And then I was like, eh, I didn't really listen to that album that much. Uh, what about that? Oh, let's just do Godsmack, because this is going to be stupid. Like, it was literally... I really can't give a good answer on a, a good reason to do this. Well, what do you think my impression was when you told me God's What the neck? fuck are you doing? Oh, yeah, you saw my face. It kind of froze. Uh-huh. I was just like, what is happening right now? I never well, I never expected it. I'll I say, think the main thought in your head could have been, is he doing this because he liked it? Or is he doing this as torture? That was part of it. So my prejudice prior to listening... Um, is that I was just, yeah, like I, I didn't know that this is something that you would have liked back in the day. So I didn't know that this was ever on your radar. So it was more just surprise. I would say I was just kind of like, what is happening right now? How many times did you listen to this album? Three. Ooh, me too. Three, three, three. I don't need to listen to it anymore. It wasn't easy. Because I never actually liked this album. Okay. You just liked a couple songs? I just liked a couple songs. It's kind of like one of those bands that was around when I was getting into heavier things. So you appreciate but them, but then they but became don't a like band them. that I didn't like because I was into heavier things. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Sam's least favorite song. This is going to be tough because I think that there are a lot of things yeah, that I we consider know, really. snoozers. So my guess for you is um, situation, wation, 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 wation. No, I'm sorry. I'm actually going to give it up. To get up, get out. Do you remember this song? I do. Michelle, of course it's I do. Real fuck. I'm trying to play it right now, and it's just doing a circle. All right, here we go. Uh, it's the. Is it coming up? It's the real. It's the gotta get up, gotta get up. Yeah, it's the one where he sounds like he's really leaning into oh, the lane, standing. really leaning it up. Yeah. Don't like any of it. Now I'm gonna guess this is yours too because he's leaning it up so yeah. much. Boom! I don't always just want to guess what I guess for myself. This part sucks so much. This is like if I would have been playing with these guys and they did all the songs up until now, I would have been like, not my style, but good for you guys. Like good crew, you know. And then they would do this and live. I would be like, oh come on, what the fuck are you doing? This is definitely not for me. Yeah, that's for sure. Now Sam's favorite song. <laughs> don't even know. Uh, Actually, I do. I'm going to go with whatever. I really don't know, but I'm going to go with whatever. You're going to go with whatever? Uh, You're correct. I think they spent the most production time on this song. I think they knew it was going to be their hit. 
Yeah. It was the first single. It sounds the best. The guitar sounds the best. It's the most interesting song in my head. I think he sounds the most like himself on this. Okay. He's definitely still trying to, you know, sounding lane-ish, but he's not not a complete ripoff. It sounds like him. Okay. And I like those backward, those reverse, reverse reverb sounds. Interesting. What do you think is my favorite song? This? Correct. Yay! I think, I think it's the most interesting sounding song. Song, song. I think the yeah. the music, like there are different things that I do think it sounds like. You said they maybe spent the most time on it. For sure. And I also, even though I think the sentiment of telling people to go away is, gets kind of old, I don't mind the line. I'm doing the best that I can. Now go away. <laughs> like, I, I, I respect that yeah. line. So I, I'm on board for that. Even added the little, I'm doing the best I ever did. Yeah. Now go away. Yeah. Like I'm trying my best. Get the fuck out of my way. Honestly, that's how I feel at work. <laughs> I'm doing the best that I can and I'm doing the best I ever did. Now go away. Leave me the fuck alone and let me do my job. <laughs> so yeah, I think that it makes sense, I guess. Uh, I'm going to say, too, like, I'm giving him shit about, you know, all he talks about is going away or I'm away or I don't want to be here. He was probably actually feeling that a lot. Which is, I'm in a wrong place. I don't feel like I'm fitting in anywhere or I'm always irritated. I just want people to leave me alone. And usually people that are like that also want people around. But you're like, now that you're here. You want the right people around. Yeah. Even sometimes, like with me, like, I'm like, I want to hang out. And like for the, by hour two, I'm like, I don't want to hang out anymore. It's, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the off switch that would be nice to just be like, okay, I'm I'm done. Like I don't need, and and that's one thing that I think is interesting when people want to hang out. Which I was like this more when I was younger. When you planned on hanging out with someone on a Saturday, you hung out like all fucking day. Oh, yeah. and you did everything together. Yep. And now it's like. Like, let's make a plan. Let's, like, get a meal and do something, and we'll see what happens if we're having a good time, if we want to hang out longer after that. And most likely I don't. <laughs> it's, it's just very different than how it used to. <laughs> just spend the day together? What are you talking about? I'm not a kid. I have I have a license. I can, I can leave if I want to. It bleeds into when people are talking to me like, in situations, and sometimes I just want to... You can feel the conversation has stopped, and I just want to go... We are done. <laughs> Just be okay that we can say that we are done, but you got to be like, uh, okay. Well, that's why my favorite thing, which is actually pretty rude to do, is to try to end a conversation by by walking away as you're trying to end oh, it. I'm all yeah. So yeah. that way, like, they can tell that you're Giving trying you to a physical cue that yes. I'm on my way out of here. Love it. I love it. That's like but the isn't most... it the worst when nobody, when they don't pick up on it and they just keep walking towards you and they capture you? I, I just be like, I got to go. <laughs> just don't say anything. Just run. <laughs> that, that's one thing that's a little different with me is I have never been good with peer pressure. And by good with it. I'm not going to fall to it too oh, much. You'll tell, you'll straight up just be like, no, I have never had a problem with telling people no. And to like, I'm not going to do that. Or even point out like you're pressuring me. Stop. No, <laughs> you'll do that too. Uh huh. Stop. You're being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back the fuck off. I said, no, yeah. just accept it. 
and shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, people are just too pushy. I don't like pushy people. Nope, you don't. That's why I said I really appreciated when someone last night asked me, they were like, you should come out to the bar. And I just ignored it and was never brought up again. And it was great. <laughs> I was just like, this is, I like this. <laughs> like, you're not going to try and push me to do something I don't want to do. That's my that's how Sharon and I are like you brought up like we're just like oh you're not in the mood anymore okay cool. <laughs> see you another time yeah. like, we are both just so like fine with it flexible and, and good in that sense so um how old were you when you first started listening to this I don't remember if you said I mean that exactly. I heard these songs when they came out okay. I was around for the big boom I was into WBN at the time and you said that you as far as regarding how you originally felt it's not that you weren't really into it but you you saw it for what it was and... it was one of those deals where it's like I'm into it now but as I'm getting deeper I never really I think I own this album but I probably never fully listened to it I probably listened to the singles only and I don't even remember that but it's kind of like disturbed and Drowning Pool and those kinds of bands where I bought the album because of one song and then found out the rest of it wasn't as heavy as I would like it to be. It's also fair that these these albums and these bands, I think it's appropriate and fine for them to be stepping stones towards something else. Absolutely. Like you can appreciate Absolutely. what they kind of represent, but they don't but they're still not your thing. Yeah. Like they maybe were for a smidgen in time, but it all it really did was opened you up to something else and then you're like oh i actually like this yeah well slipknot comes out with their first big album in 1999 and this comes out in 1998 okay so i think that's the album that finally i'm like oh this is what i've been waiting for okay now i'm finding my world okay so this was like showing me there's a world out here this may not be it but there's something next to it. And you need those steps. You can't just jump from floor That's to true. floor. That's so true. it's it's important. Yeah. It's like I used to not like Nile, and now I do like Nile. Because <laughs> it's extreme, extreme death metal. <laughs> All right. So would you recommend this album today? No. And you already said you wouldn't listen to it again. No. So how about rating it 0 to 10 all over the Rock and Roll Cats? For what it is, I'll give it a 6.5. Out of 10 rock and roll cats. <laughs> that was good sentence, Sam. Okay. How about you? I think that the songs that are singles are strong songs for sure. But I'm going to give it like a five and a half. Because I think we're in the same mindset. It's not necessarily for me, but I can't say that it's shit. Yeah. Even though most of the album to me feels and sounds more like a filler sort of situation and it doesn't feel like especially that back half Ooh. it just doesn't feel special i guess yeah. like the other song like whatever it whatever seems like a song that when you write it and you're like oh i have something here and then you try to like not really replicate it but you know like kind of work off of that and nothing else really met that standard sometimes you have huge ideas in your head and you can't get it on the tape. You know what I'm saying? Can't get it in the air. Yeah. Or off the ground, Strange. they say. So describe this album in one word, and then we are finished with this album. Away. That's good. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> Both perfect. <laughs> All right. So since we are now finished with that, I am very excited to give you this next album. Oh, yes. You were very excited yesterday. Yes. Talking about you giving me what well, I still don't know it is. That's, I, this is a surprise. That's a that's correct. And I'm happy that this is going to be more of a surprise because I think that it kind of deserves that. 
Um, I don't necessarily think that you see this coming, but I don't think it's also... I haven't said a certain two words in a long time. We'll see if it's going to be said. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't think that it will be said. Uh Um, But... This is an album that I don't think you've ever listened to. You only know one song, I believe. We are going to listen to the album Permission to Land, which is the debut album by The Darkness. (laughs) You know, I believe in a thing called love. There are some other songs on there I've heard before. (laughs) I think this is going to be a good one. Oh. I have a feeling a certain person with the last name Harpster just went, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how that goes. So, yeah, we're going to listen to The Darkness, (laughs) Black Brother Darkness. Very funny. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. The episode is over. We appreciate it. Please Uh, tell other people if you think they might be interested in our nonsense. Get on the gram. Check out some of the videos. Uh, I want to go out on a song that I can't believe exists. Later, Godsmack. Recorded a song called Voodoo 2. T-O-O. Oh, no. So we're going to go out on that and see what it sounds like. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Really do appreciate the listenership that we have. It's a small club, but God damn it, I think it's a fierce one. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate it. All right, here. Let's get a taste of this. Voodoo 2. Was it too far <laughs> off? Ah, you weren't. Voodoo 2. All right, let's get ready. We got to go pick up my mom and my aunt and go to this fucking family like event. Clean the van out. <laughs> yeah. God. And get a little stoned. Let's go. <laughs> See you later, mommy. Bye.